Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Health Unfiltered. My name is Brooke and I am coming at you with another snack time episode today. Snack time episodes are bite-sized episodes where we deep dive into a particular topic and you can always catch every single week a new episode. Every other week it's a snack time and a regular episode with Ro and myself or we have a guest on the show. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're not, I'm glad to see you back. Please rate us and share us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you found this episode helpful, I highly encourage you to share it. This is what helps us grow. It's also what helps to share really valuable information that can change the trajectory of other people's health journeys. So that's just my little PSAs. So on another note, I have talked to myself for the last 10 minutes uh, recording this podcast, not realizing that I was on mute. My microphone was muted. So this is my second go around. I'm I'm ready and I have the microphone is on now and I have lots of things to say. Today we're going to dive into a topic about heavy and painful periods. It's never fun and it's also super common. However, despite what everyone else will have you think that is not normal. This is a sign from the body and it's trying to communicate something is out of alignment. Something is off with your hormone balance that needs to be fixed. And there is usually a root cause that is not actually these said hormones. Something is going on with our gut microbiome or with micronutrients that are lacking that's causing these things to be off. So this is a a topic that you could have an entire college level course on. So I'm really going to focus on this episode, giving you the basics of why this happens and then giving you action items to put into place. So if you're like, ooh, this is me, I need this info, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and I'm going to give you specific foods and action items, holistic health action items that will help you. So let's get started. Um, really when it comes to heavy and painful periods, it's often tied to estrogen dominance or an imbalance in estrogen and progesterone. So estrogen dominance can happen in men and women. Um, I've seen this happen in men. It can lead to, obviously the symptoms are different. They're not seeing heavy and painful periods. However, uh, it's important to note that these same imbalances can occur regardless. So, Estrogen dominance happens when we have too much estrogen in the body. 
what can also happen is that we have an imbalance in estrogen and progesterone that makes it look like estrogen is higher. So let's say you have no progesterone and your estrogen is actually normal, but because those aren't in balance, it's creating symptoms like estrogen dominance. So those are really the most common culprits when it comes to heavy and painful periods, as well as some micronutrient stuff that we're going to get into here in a minute. So something to keep in mind when it comes to estrogen detox is it starts in the gut. This is why I always, when someone comes to me with hormonal issues, nine times out of 10, I'm not even testing their hormones. I'm testing their gut and their micronutrients because that's actually what's going to be showing an imbalance of hormones in testing. So when it comes to healthy bowel movements, the goal is one to three easily passable, smooth formed bowel movements. It should be easy peasy shaped like a sausage. If it's off from that, that is your body trying to communicate something to you. Either you're constipated or you've got loose stools and diarrhea and there's something that needs to be addressed on either end of that spectrum. So one to three bowel movements a day. You heard me right. Not a week, a day. And here are the basics to support this. Eat enough. If you are not eating enough, you will have nothing to poop out in the most frank terms. You have to make sure you're eating enough to support bowel movements. Another big thing is to eat regularly. A lot of people do really well with small, frequent meals, more so than big, large meals. It's easier on digestion, and it just helps things move through more quickly. So everyone is different, but in my experience working with people one-on-one, smaller, more frequent meals tend to work better. Or meals and snacks, however you want to think about it in your brain that makes sense versus I eat two giant meals a day. That's really just not providing energy throughout the day for our brain, for us to do the activities we need to do to support performance and athletic feats, adventure, whatever it is you're doing, eating regularly throughout the day. Drink water. At a minimum for adults, this is usually two to three liters. If you're sweating, if you live in the desert, if you live on the top of a mountain, these needs are going to increase. So the best way is just to look at your urine. It should be very, very, very pale, light yellow to know that you are hitting your hydration needs. If it's clear, you've gone too far and you can be causing electrolyte imbalance. So you need to add some electrolytes and recalibrate what it is you're doing for hydration and your hydration strategy. The other big thing is to move your body daily. This doesn't have to be a huge athletic feet. It can just be as simple as I'm walking, I'm doing yoga. It can be lower intensity movement. You know, I think we have a tendency to take it to extremes, but it really doesn't need to be. So you pick what works best for you and your body and your goals. So to recap, we're going to support one to three healthy bowel movements a day in the name of estrogen detox. And we're going to do it four ways. Eat enough, eat regularly, drink water, and move your body. So then this next level is to incorporate fiber-rich foods. Essentially, carbohydrates are where fiber comes from. Just like sugar is a part of a carbohydrate, fiber is a part of a carbohydrate. So this is why I'm very anti-no-carb because then we're anti-fiber. We're not getting any fiber. And fiber has so many benefits for our gut microbiome, and I think that outweighs a lot of the arguments people have against carbohydrates. It's all about balance, quality, and the choices that you're making. So the fiber-rich foods that I would like to give a shout out to to add to your grocery list, chia seeds, oatmeal, raspberries, blackberries, lentils, beans, quinoa, anything that has carbs, like I said, most likely has some fiber. Your best sources are going to be fruits, vegetables, beans, legumes, 
Grains do have fiber. White rice has fiber. But whole grains, like brown rice, wild rice, they have a little bit more fiber. So you can pick your poison. You know, if you really hate brown rice, that's not a hill you need to die on. You can eat white rice and have other fiber-rich vegetables at your meal. It's all about that balance, like I said. So incorporate fiber-rich foods at every meal. And if you're, you're really creating balance and you're incorporating fruits and vegetables at every meal, that should be no problem. Chia seeds are definitely a cheat code. Flax seeds are also a cheat code. When it comes to fiber, if you want to make sure you're meeting your needs, those are always my go-to. So another really cool thing that we can actually control is estrogen comes down three different pathways as three different metabolic pathways to be detoxed. Two of them, not a big deal. One of them, problematic. One of them can actually lead to oxidative damage, oxidative stress. It's, it's stressing and changing the cells in the DNA, and this can actually lead to cancer. So this one pathway is linked to cancer. We don't want estrogen to go down that pathway if we can help it. We want to have the majority go down the other pathways. Guess how we can do that? With food. How freaking cool is that? It's like the definition of food is medicine. So if you add cruciferous vegetables, that can support pushing estrogen down the favorable detox pathway. So this is incorporating things like broccoli, broccoli sprouts, Brussels sprouts, cabbages, collard greens, cauliflower, kale, turnips. So get your cruciferous veggies in. I would recommend having them every day. Something on this list every day. It's also going to be a great source of fiber, so you can't go wrong. Other holistic support when we're talking about estrogen detox, these things get filtered through our liver. That's what our liver is supposed to do. It's supposed to filter out waste and get rid of what we don't need. So it's doing our job. However, in the world that we live in, in the way that we live our lives, we are oftentimes stressing it with more than we actually need. For example, alcohol, caffeine. These are substances that we ingest that we don't really need that then the liver is going to have to filter out, get rid of, and do its thing. So I would highly recommend doing a caffeine audit just to support your adrenal health, quite frankly, and your wake and sleep cycles. Wean yourself off the coffee and get it down to one cup a day if you're going to have caffeine every day. Even better if you don't need to be dependent on caffeine and that we can have stable energy without it. Highly recommend limiting alcohol. This doesn't mean you don't have to have it. I think that's a personal choice. But I would limit your alcohol intake knowing that this is going to get prioritized to get filtered out by the liver. And then the regular things that it's doing become a boring backbench. I'll, I'll do that after I'm done processing the alcohol situation. So this is an important part of the hormone healing process. Another culprit of period pain that's not related to the estrogen detox or the imbalance of estrogen is prostaglandins. I knew I was going to mess up that word. Prostaglandins. There are three different types in our bodies. Our bodies produce three different types. The second one is responsible for uterine contractions and cramping. The first and the third actually help to relieve pain. So we can use food to support these processes and how these things work in the body. So vitamin E rich foods and magnesium can support relieving cramping that is caused by this third type. 
And vitamin E rich foods are going to be almonds, hazelnuts, peanut butter, peanuts, sunflower seeds. Magnesium is going to be almonds, cashews, chia seeds, leafy greens, pumpkin seeds. So you can actually be having these things leading up the few days before your period to help with the cramping that may be happening. I think this is just like the coolest things. So these are actually foods. I'm sorry, I misspoke. These are actually foods, the vitamin E and the magnesium that relieve the cramping caused by this second one that is responsible for the cramping and contractions. Not maybe you don't care about the sciencey stuff. Just know, eat these foods and it's going to help with the cramping. So then the first and the third type can actually be pain relieving, which is beautiful, especially if you think about a woman's body and childbirth and the different cramping and things that happen and the contractions. So the first and the third exist to actually relieve pain and linoleic acid containing foods support these. So we can just give these guys a little extra boost by eating things like Brazil nuts, flax seeds, pecans, pine nuts, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds. So these are also things that you can be incorporating in the days leading up to your period. So as you can see, everything on this list also is fiber containing. So there's a lot of bonus here and you can get a lot of crossover. So if you've written down these foods, you can start to see the patterns. Okay. Pumpkin seeds is going to have linoleic acid, which is supportive. It's also going to have magnesium. There's also going to be fiber and other nutrients in there that are great for me. Chia seeds are going to be supportive and helping with magnesium. I'm going to get good fiber. Great. So you can see how these things can be easy to just incorporate. And it's not as many foods as you would think. You have options. So pick your favorites and then start incorporating them. I always recommend everyone have Brazil nuts. Just have two a day and you're getting 100% of your selenium needs. Selenium is a very important antioxidant, really important in supporting thyroid health. So there's a lot of benefits and this is how we can use food as medicine to start supporting the body through these processes. So bottom line is that heavy and painful periods are common but not normal. This is a sign, this is a red flag that something else needs to be addressed. So try these holistic health tips, try these foods and see if that is enough. See if these missing nutrients were enough. We've got regular bowel movements now, you're detoxing, your estrogen the way you should be and everything is going well. If you still have symptoms, that's when I would dig deeper with lab testing and one-on-one support. I am currently accepting one-on-one clients, so you know where to find me if you're ready to dive deeper and to do some lab testing and get to the bottom of it. Um, I absolutely love this and nerd out about it all the time. As you can tell, please send questions to me on Instagram. You can reach us at healthunfilteredpod on Instagram, or you can find me at westnutrition.co. I would love to answer any questions. We feature a question on our regular episodes every other week. So don't be shy and I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at WestNutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit WestNutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at HealthUnfilteredPod. Catch you next time.